Hello, hello, another episode of Live, Love, Laugh with me, Lexi Carducci, in lockdown. This week we've got looking at what the Beckhams have been up to at home and other celeb gossip. Is it even isolation if you haven't made some banana bread? We're going green, green, green as I talk to Sarah and Katie about what you can grow in your own home. Some Instagram challenges from the one minute sculpture to the pillow challenge and coronavirus charity t-shirts in my fashion fix. Let's get to it. Let's start with a little bit of celebrity gossip. What has been going on in Celebsville? I mean, not a lot really, because no one could go out and get themselves into trouble. Although Wayne Rooney always manages to end up in the doghouse, doesn't he? He was cautioned by police for breaking social distancing and meeting up with teammate Kyle Walker, who two days earlier had had a massive party. Not ideal, is it? Um, Colleen is probably not very happy. Uh, Victoria Beckham apparently planning a docu-series about their family life. I love this. I mean, if you've been keeping up with them on Instagram, um, you will have seen them baking all sorts of goods. Victoria Beckham's actually quite funny if you've watched any of her interviews. So uh, yeah, more of them, please. That would be great. Please let that happen. It could be called like bend it like the Beckhams or something. Uh, And Little Mix's Jesse Nelson has split from Love Island boyfriend Chris Hughes. She ended it, claiming things had fizzled out between them. Uh, Let's not forget that punch-up at the NTAs. That was not fun, was it? Not ideal. Uh, But a massive coincidence that they've split and Little Mix's new single is now out, which is called Breakup Song interesting coincidence what do we think uh and finally liz hurley's son damien turned 18 in isolation but they had seven people in their house which is a lot of people i don't know who they all are uh, but they all had a big birthday dinner for him so that's nice isn't it how lovely uh, now, also, if you've been following the Beckhams, you will have seen that they've become quite the chefs. Bake it like Beckham is what I'm going to say. Um, and that brings me to my next segment about celebrity bake-offs. Is it even isolation if you haven't made a banana bread? That is what I'm asking. Have you made a banana bread? Let us know. Let us see, in fact. You can tweet us at This Is Riverside across all socials. Uh, Rochelle Humes has been making banana bread. It looks delicious. It looks like she's had it with some ice cream. Uh, and here's what the other celebs have been making so Hayley Bieber has made some gorgeous cupcakes I don't know what she's iced them with but they look so good it looks more like butter icing quite thick um I tried to make some cupcakes but I had no self-raising flour so they've turned out very biscuit like but it means it makes me feel like I'm eating less because they're smaller (laughs) if that is some kind of consolation um the Beckhams. David Beckham has made some chocolate brownies and his son Brooklyn has also made some very festive looking cupcakes, pink cupcakes. Very nice. Although I think his girlfriend might have had some input into those. (laughs) Chrissy Teigen and her family have made a crumble. They got the kids involved as well. Looks very delicious. Holly Willoughby's gone one step further and made an entire loaf of bread madness i don't know if that that wouldn't excite me i'm not really a big bread person um whereas you know when you make a cake or something you're like yeah sure this i could eat this all right now uh, and then meanwhile the kardashian sisters kim and kylie have made matching bunt cakes i think that's how you pronounce it b-u-n-d-t um i wondered why i'd seen so many of these little donut shaped cakes on the gram well they're actually big donut shaped cakes uh, and everyone seems to be having a go at them on instagram so again if you've had a go at that or any of your baking please share it with us 
getting green fingered, getting out in the garden, on your balcony, even in your house, you don't need outside space. I'm going to be talking to you about all of the things that you can grow and uh, particularly at this time in lockdown, I'm also going to be chatting to Katie and Sarah. They're going to give us their tips about what to grow. Uh, But first up, um, we're all cherishing any little bit of outside space now, aren't we? Whether it's a garden, a balcony or an open window and sitting in the sun. And here is how to start off your, um, you don't have to start big, start small, um, your kind of green fingered adventure, shall we say. (laughs) Get stuck in, get dug in. Um, So number one, house plants you don't actually need to do anything um, for this at all you could just buy a house plant from ikea from home base wherever you like a lot of garden centers are still delivering um and doing kind of like a no contact delivery so do reach out to your local garden centers i think that's a really nice thing to do but here are some plants for different rooms of your house and aloe vera uh very healing and detoxing this is a great one to have in the bathroom you can even cut off the leaves and use it use the sap um you can use it to make hand gel. You can make use it to kind of cool down. Maybe you've sunburnt yourself over the Easter weekend. I know I have slightly. Uh, it's very, very cooling. Um, so that's a great one to have in the bathroom. Lavender is great for the bedroom, good for sleep. Again, very relaxing. And actually, I buy these lavender sprays uh, that I spray on my pillows. So um, instead of doing that, why not just have a little lavender plant by the bedside? It looks really pretty as well. Pick up that kind of purple pop of colour. Uh, and then talking about the living room... Now, this is a really interesting plant. I love this. It's called a snake plant. Very exotic looking. Um, and it purifies the air. So a brilliant one to have, particularly if you're in a flat or you don't have any outside space. Um, great. And it looks really, really cool. So there you go. Um, yes, all you need is sun, soil, seeds and water, which everyone can get hold of. So you don't need uh, you don't need a lot of space. You can even have a windowsill. Uh, and I'm going to be talking to Katie and Sarah, like I said, in just a minute. And they're going to be telling you a bit more about what you can grow on your windowsill. Uh, but I've been told basil and tomatoes even you can grow on the windowsill. Mint plants. I used to have a mint plant. It died. So did most of my plants, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, or you can grow food, soft food fruit is a really good option like raspberries um potatoes you don't even need to plant them if you've got an old bucket with holes in uh you can grow potatoes in that as well so it's all about having a little bit of um of creation isn't it being a bit creative Uh, and it's also very good for you physically if you actually do have a garden get out there and mow the lawn do some weeding um planting can really burn those calories up to 700 calories that's better than a workout isn't it and you can get a bit of sun at the same time love it okay so i've already told you about some little house plants that you can uh, put in different rooms of your house but let's leave it to uh, the experts or certainly some people that are more of an expert than myself to give you some more tips and tricks about what you can grow at home um i thought i would chat to my friend sarah who lives on an army base in the uk and she's put together a great little project whilst this lockdown has been going on um and started growing loads of different things on the site Sarah, thank you so much for joining us today. I've been keeping an eye on my Instagram, well, your Instagram, um, about all the things that you've been growing. So what have you been growing? Um, So in previous years, I've been more of a vegetable grower. So last year I did tomatoes, squash, uh, what else did I do? Sweet corn was a fun one as well. Um, But this year I'm actually trying my hand at growing cut flowers. Myself and a few others have started a project to grow fresh flowers in the summer for a bit of morale while the serving men and women are deployed. 
Oh, that's so lovely. So it'll be a lovely little uh, little patch of flowers that you're growing out there. And what exactly are you growing? What kind of flowers? Oh, that's a tough question because I have gone a bit over the top and I've got a very long list. Um, <laughs> for anyone who knows and loves um, a dahlia, we have a whole bed of them. We've got 22 dahlia plants currently sprouting. We have um, snapdragons. We've got, what else have we got? Sunflowers. All the good ones, lots of nice British seasonal flowers. Nice! Oh, so you're going to have a real variety and it's going to be lovely and bright for everyone to walk by. Well, you certainly have the weather for it. It's been a beautiful weekend. Um, Sarah, how did you get into growing, whether it's food or plants? How did you, what kind of inspired you to do it? Um, so my granny, uh, she's 90 this year, has always been a huge gardener. She wins awards each year for her gardens and she's also grown her own food for years and years. I grew up eating her blackberries and her raspberries. Cute. And have you found it easy growing your plants, Sarah, or has anything ever gone wrong? <laughs> um, things go wrong all the time. Um, <laughs> my granny's always said that gardening's about doing it wrong and then figuring out how to do it right. Uh, just the other day, I managed to fry a few trays of seedlings in the greenhouse, so they are no longer with us. We oh, no. might not be having any tomatoes, I know, very upsetting. <laughs> I know, I often plant things at the wrong time as well. Last year I tried to go flowers, but I planted them too late in the season. Lots of British flowers need to be planted around uh, March. Okay, so this is quite a good time for anyone that's, you know, maybe a little bit late, but anyone that wants to start growing, is it still not a bad time to start? No, now it's the perfect time to start growing flowers, especially annuals, and you won't have too long to wait quick and put them in the ground. Awesome. And what about your top tips for other people that might think, oh, okay, I might start out trying to grow some bits and bobs? Uh, I would say just give it a go. Um, that's what my granny always tells me to do. She always says that it will definitely grow better if you plant it than if you leave it in the shed. And by that she means sort of give it a go and find out. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't got the guts to grow straight from seed, there are lots of garden centres you could really do with your support and customs. Um, if you call around, you can often find one that's doing contactless uh, or contact-free. Is, is that the way they describe yeah. it? Contact-free delivery. Yeah. Um, and you could perhaps order your veg in seedlings. And then maybe by next year, you might feel more confident and grow it from seed. Nice. That's a great little bit of advice and, and helping support the local garden centres for people that are beginning. Brilliant. And Sarah, where can people follow you and keep up to date with your project on the base on Instagram? Ah, yes. So we have an account... Or we, I. <laughs> I have an account following the project and it's called Flowers from the Patch because the slang um, for living on an army base is living on the patch. So it's I sort of a play on see. One. Yeah, love it. That's great. So Flowers from the Patch on Instagram. That's me. Gorgeous. Sarah, thank you so much for sharing all your tips and tricks with us today. And um, I can't wait to see all of your project come together. Amazing. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Sarah. I just spoke to Sarah, who's got a little project going on an army base in the UK, growing their own flowers. And uh, now I'm going to talk to Katie about all the things that she is growing at home. And uh, you'd be surprised at what you can actually grow, all the, uh, all the food that you can grow in your own home. And Katie's going to tell us a bit more. So, Katie, I have uh, been admiring your greenhouse, <laughs> which you've got into, in the new property that you've moved into. But what have you been growing in it? 
So uh, recently, I was quite brave and I put my tomatoes in there, which is a little bit early actually for the tomatoes. But because we live in the southwest, I'm hoping that the the climate will be a bit milder down here. Yes, that's, um, so that's southwest microclimate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so currently in the greenhouse, I've got. Um, lots of different types of tomatoes so you can get uh, the determinate and indeterminate so like a bush variety and then like the ones that grow up which have sort of bigger tomatoes um i've got aubergines and uh chili peppers bell peppers and then i've also put some um different like companion plants in there with them so you can put like basil with the tomatoes um Borage is a good one because then it attracts the bees in there so everything gets pollinated. Um, nice. French marigolds are really good at deterring pests as well. So ah, You've got quite a lot going on in there, mostly food items. But how long does yes. it take to grow like tomatoes from scratch or the aubergine? Um, so I don't actually know the time. I, I planted them, I sowed the seeds in February and I don't think they'll be ready to eat until about June or July, I don't think. So. Oh, okay, nice. So, can so people, it's a while. Yeah, can people still plant things like that now and then just expect them to maybe be able to eat in like August, September or is it a bit too late to start planting now? No, no, there's like, there's things that you can plant now which will be ready really shortly. So, um, like radishes are a good one. You can plant them and they'll be ready. I think it's within a month or so. Oh, they're, wow. they're really quick to grow. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, cool. Herbs are a good one. Coriander, basil, yeah. they, they grow quite quickly as well. So And they don't take up much room, do they, growing something no, like that? No, like you can do them just on a windowsill. It's always a nice uh, sunny spot and you can sort of aerate the area as well. They're, they're really easy to to do really so that's a good one for beginners <laughs> definitely yeah. talking about beginners katie how did you start growing all of this um so we moved into our first house and i had a little uh, patio garden bit and i like to be out outside anywhere i like to sunbathe and stuff so i thought oh well add a few pots here and there and it was mainly flowers and stuff to begin with and then I thought oh I'll see what I can grow and then I got a little mini greenhouse one of the plastic ones and then I got a a larger plastic greenhouse which my boyfriend was not happy about taking up most of the (laughs) patio (laughs) Um, and you've also got your you have compost don't you Katie you like you make your own compost how does that work from like kitchen scraps and things so um, I've got one of those ones that looks like a Dalek, one of oh, those yeah. big black yeah. And um, basically it just needs to sit on open ground so the worms can get up through it. And then you need um, you need to put brown stuff, so that would be like dead leaves, cardboard, paper, um, like small twigs and, and things like that. And they'll produce the carbon for the, the compost. And then you need to put in fresh stuff, so the nitrogen part of it, so the green part. So it would be like cut grass, kitchen scraps, but nothing like cooked. You always just want like um, like potato peelings or, you know, carrot peelings, that sort of thing. And that can go all straight in there. And then nature does the rest of it, really. So the worms and the wood lice and slugs and that will decompose all of that to make lovely, lovely compost. That's awesome. It's amazing how many things just out of like basic everyday items can really help with things like that. That's so cool. And it's, it's a way to reduce waste as well. If Absolutely. you can put half of it in there, then it doesn't need to go into the general waste and it will help the environment really so for sure I love that and a really good place for people to start as well if they uh, want to start uh, taking advantage of being in lockdown and utilizing any bit of outside space are you growing anything are you growing anything indoors Katie 
Um, so I always start my seeds off inside. I've got like a heated propagator near a window. So any sort of seeds I'm planting, I'll put in that and then they'll live on my windowsill. And then when they get big enough, they'll move outside. Kickstart them in the house, which is easy for loads of people to do. You know, if you've got a window, windowsill with a bit of sunlight, that's perfect. What top tips do you have, Katie, for anyone that's starting out being green fingered? Just trial and error again. Just don't be discouraged. Yeah. Just keep keep going, really. Nice. And don't be afraid to give it a go, really. I love that. Yeah. yeah. That, that's a really good tip for me. I'd be awful at growing aubergine because I would never eat it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be one for your garden. No, definitely not. Oh, Katie, thank you so much, though, for chatting to us about your garden. And um, I hope the tomatoes are soon ready to eat. <laughs> Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I'm sure you'll be able to taste some as well. I know. I can't wait. Those summer salads. Thank you, Katie. There you go. That was great, wasn't it? Talking to Katie and Sarah there. And they gave us some top tips about growing uh, plants or food in your own home and how easy it is to do whether you've got a garden, a greenhouse or just a windowsill. So I hope you took something from that, If uh, particularly if you're starting, of, uh, starting to think of growing your own stuff. How exciting. More so than ever in lockdown, um, everyone's been getting dressed up a bit, haven't they? I don't know if you've been joining in on a Friday night, getting on the Zoom chat, seeing what everyone's been up to. People have made a real effort. So uh, here's my top three trending items this week. Number one, tie-dye. Everyone seems to be wearing these tie-dye t-shirts, don't they, online if you are a big social media person. Um, so from and other stories, there's a gorgeous swimsuit, which is in green tie-dye for £35. Very cute. Uh, we need it in this weather, don't we? I definitely got the bikini out over the weekend. Very nice. From J Crew, there is a bucket hat. Also great for this weather. It is in tie-dye denim. It's got frayed edges. Very 90s. Very cool. It's £55 from J Crew. And then there's that classic pink tie-dye t-shirt that all the bloggers are wearing. £14 from Boohoo. My second Fashion Thursday piece is uh, copying Kate, or keeping it cool like Kate, should we say, in a colourful jumper. I don't know if you've seen the press pictures of Kate when she has been talking to some schools, giving some inspiration. Um, She was wearing a gorgeous kind of burnt orange coloured jumper. And I think bright jumpers are a great way for like torso up Zoom video chats, whether you're chatting to your friends, whether you're chatting to your boss. Um keeping it bright, keeping it fun. So Kate's actual jumper is from Zara. It's that burnt orange colour and it's £29.99. Don't know if it's still going to be in stock. Who knows? Uh, Then there's a gorgeous bright green one. I think this is lovely, really loving green at the minute. If you listened to my show last week, my whole fashion piece was about being green. Um, and that lovely emerald green colour. Well, this is a bright green jumper. It's from Cos for £39.99. And then from Mint Velvet, there's a gorgeous chunky sky blue. Love that colour as well. Brilliant for spring. Uh, Lovely sky blue jumper for £65 from Mint Velvet. And my third piece uh, of fashion advice from this week something that I think everyone should get their hands on and feel good about. Of course, those charitable coronavirus t-shirts. Everyone's been releasing them. Uh, So from Rixo, they've got the stay at home t-shirt. 50% of the profits go to the NHS and 10% are going to Age UK. 
It's £45 for the T-shirt. ASOS have been doing unisex heroes T-shirts. They actually sold out in 30 minutes, which is insane. But they are planning to have a restock, so keep your eyes out. 100% of those sales go to the NHS, and ASOS will also match the profits. It's £20 for a T-shirt. Jumping on the bandwagon, Harry Styles has released his own little slogan T-shirt. It says, stay home, stay safe, protect each other. Really cute. 100% of the profits go to fighting COVID-19 and they are £21. So there you go. Get your hands on tie-dye, copying Kate in a colourful jumper or those charitable coronavirus t-shirts. Instagram challenges. You've probably seen them everywhere. Uh, If not, it's time to get involved for sure. There are these challenges on Instagram that are going around. uh, Great for the lockdown, keeping you busy. They're quite fun as well. So the first one is the hashtag one minute sculpture. There's some brilliant pictures. I cannot believe people have put these together in a minute. So um, basically you use household items and you build a little sculpture out of them in 60 seconds with whatever you have around you. Uh, I'm looking around me now. What have I got here? I've got a, um, a hunchback of Notre Dame mug. I've got a pair of binoculars. I've got a magazine. I've got a book on Art Deco. I've got a gorgeous Happy Easter balloon from my mum and dad. Uh, I've got some Easter flowers as well. I've got a candle. Um, I've got some cushions. It's hilarious what you could put together, but you've only got 60 seconds to do it. So uh, that's a really great one. The hashtag there is one minute sculpture you can go and have a look at what other people have made as well um another one hashtag home couture creating an outfit out of homeware items brilliant go and look at some of the funny stuff that people have put together following on from that another outfit one is hashtag pillow challenge where you literally wear a pillow and a belt and that is all (laughs) it's hilarious though i feel like some people's pillows are very fancy you could actually go out wearing that pillow brilliant Uh, and finally run five donate five is a 5k challenge you may have already been picked to do this everyone's getting involved you basically uh donate five pounds to virgin is it virgin giving i think it is um and you either run or walk 5k and then nominate five people to take part as well great um if i've missed out on any challenges let me know i'm sure you're all over the tiktok as well aren't you (laughs) brilliant hopefully this weather will stick around i am loving it have a good one ciao